Hey everybody, and welcome to episode 17. As usual, we're going to talk about some things we saw this week, but we're also going to get you ready for Mother's Day weekend. We're excited to talk about matches 58 through 62, and at the end, we'll look at how the points table may affect some of the decisions you're going to make for your IPL fantasy rosters. This is the Fantasy of the IPL podcast. Here we go. Hey, Wit. What's going on, man? I'm getting too much IPL. Too much too IPL? Much. Is that possible? Before the show started, did, we, did I tell you about the dream I had last night? No. This is no joke. The dream I had last night. When I went to bed last night, I was third place in our league. And I had a dream that I was doing something. Who knows what? And I looked at my phone and saw that I was in first place. Oh, really excited about it like cool i like didn't use a booster i'm in first place i got ahead of josh the guy's kind of been in first place for a while Mm -hmm. and then i woke up from that dream and looked at my lot looked at my the standings and i was in seventh place i dropped out of the playoffs (laughs) it was still a dream (laughs) so how how many little wires in your brain are are just like just fused to some sort of IPL server right now that you can't uh, you can't even turn it off. Yeah. It everything. It's infused itself into everything. It's like uh it's like the little like spider thing in the matrix that sticks in the back of your head. Yeah. No, I, I I'm not flamed out. Like I'm not saying I have mm-hmm. too much IPL, but we were talking about this before we started recording, how it would be nice if there was just like a breather at some point, like an all-star break or yeah. something during the season to give you just a few days to unplug and not worry about it. But uh, Yeah, like if India could have a national holiday right in the middle of IPL that everybody just takes a day off. Be great. Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, just help us out just a little bit. But hey, we're we're man, we are trucking along. Regular season is almost over. We're going to talk about what we know, what we learned from this last week. And the worst thing is how short the list is. I feel like there's still so much that I don't, I just don't know for sure. But what, what, what do you want to start with, Whit? So, well, first we should caveat that we're recording on uh, a Thursday night here. So in the previous episode, we carry one episode further in our previews that we don't have, we can't. I can't look back on on that yet. So GT will play again. So if it seems like we're leaving some stuff out, that's true. But looking back for some of the things we were, you know, previewing coming into the to this past week, and and what we learned is that uh, Shakar Dawan is still great. Um, he's, in my opinion, by far the most trustable piece for Punjab. But yeah, it was looking it was looking like Sam Curran could also be considered there, but Yeah, you know, like, we we've both Yeah, we've both sort of swore off of him almost. Mm-hmm. And it's just all those other pieces like that have opportunities with that team that just are so hard to get excited about. I feel like we're far enough in the season now where you should you know know the difference between being brave versus being crazy if you're playing certain players. Um, and like Dawan's solid, but all these other pieces for, for Punjab has, have gotten frustrating, but justifiable to play. 
Like Jitta Sharma has been very good this year, but he bats so late. They want him to fill like a, you know, like a closer role, but it's not always there for Punjab. Probably Simran Singh opens with Dawan, and he has had some amazing games. The, the commentators, um, you know, other news outlets that are uh, talking about the IPL are very high on Prabhu Simran Singh's talent, but I haven't seen it, yeah. you know, with enough consistency to be like, oh, plug and play. Um, you see those uh, those polls they put up during the match where it's like, who's the most promising young player? And it's always like Jaiswal, Rinku Singh, um, Tilak Varma, and Prabhu Simran Singh. Yeah. And like for fantasy, it feels like the only one of those that I'm not really confident playing whenever he's on the field is props to Ron Singh. And it's frustrating for a lot of reasons because he blows hot and cold, but he opens. And yeah. you just – I think everybody on this list for for Punjab does better if props to Singh does better. Um, it takes the pressure off of Dawan. He can play aggressive or slow, whichever the, the pitch is giving best to him today. Um, and then Jitta Sharma hopefully has something to close. Um, but then also live in G stone. Liam can have a lot more flexibility too. If you're a million runs behind and you've lost all these wickets, it really changes those guys roles. Um, so it just kind of sucks that the front part of that order outside of Dalwan can get murky and it's just making it hard to trust anybody else on, on, on Punjab. So like when they come around, Ugh, I just I don't even know who to play other than Dawan, if anybody. Yeah, I'll tell you as far as the uncapped go, my my advice, what I like, to, what I'm going to do is pick Jitesh Sharma every time. That's fine. Uh, Punjab seems to have a batting philosophy where they just go for it. They they go for the fours, they go for the sixes. They don't do this whole like, um, you know, work the work the run rate thing and 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 have somebody who's holding down the, the, the fort while other players get to, they, they just seem to go for it. And that I think is the reason that, um, props around gets out a lot early because that's their philosophy. Just, just, just swing for the fences. And if you get out, we've got a bunch of other batters who can come up. <laughs> and so usually Jitesh Sharma is going to get up. I mean, I'm looking at his scores. He hasn't scored less than 35, which 35 isn't great, but it's, it's good for a free uncapped player. He hasn't scored less than 35 since match 21. Okay. I mean, he's had one, two, three, four, five, six in a row where for for an uncapped, you're you're pretty happy with what you got. And really, only two of those has he gotten 35 for in the 30s. It's 48, 59, 72, 69. And I think for Sharma, ultimately, that's really where his value is, is that you don't expect him to have a huge payday for you. But especially like in the next match for him, I think they're playing DC, and DC's uncapped options are probably far less attractive than him. So you're picking him up for the cheap, if not for free. You can sit on him because he doesn't suck up a bunch of credits up there in that wicketkeeper position. So that's yeah. that's why he ends up on my team a lot. But it's weird because I basically consider him like a bonus player. He's I've never yeah. thrown a, a captain, a vice captain. I've never even considered it. At, at the guy is just kind of he's up there and you know oh that's nice he got 23 runs that's a little extra that's good <laughs> you know it's that's kind of where he yeah. lives for me um and that's you know not to poo poo him but it's just like as far as somebody you're going to trust to score you points we talk about that 
and really everybody on this list is, is subject to the same scrutiny that it's a it's about your efficiency. So for an uncapped, hey, great. But if I was getting that out of a out of somebody that I had to use a transfer on, and then especially that I couldn't sit on for a few games, that'd be incredibly frustrating. Yeah. Um, and and really, that's where we get to with these next guys playing for KKR. Is if you had to pick one, they both live in the all rounder position, which is super frustrating. But Nidish Rana or Vankatesh Iyer, who do you like if you have to pick one? I'd probably pick Andre Russell. <laughs> no, I and honest, honestly though, I I think it goes deeper than even this question. Nidish Rana, Vankatesh Iyer. I'll answer in just a second. But uh, KKR's identity has changed, like. First, they were the Vankateshire team, uh, and then they were the the Jason Roy team for a little bit. Then it looked like maybe Russell was going to be the guy, and Nittish has kind of like popped up and down throughout the season. They are so hard to pinpoint. Um, I would probably pick Nittish Rana, all other things being equal, because uh, he's been coming out to bowl his horrible over <laughs> against Jaisal notwithstanding. He did get Dawan out um, yeah. and kind of – I was kind of surprised he didn't get man of the match for that because he got Dawan out and kind of killed the Punjab's momentum. And then he came back and, and batted a 50, I think. But, yeah. Uh, yeah I, he is I don't the really captain. Like playing, uh, maybe my answer is, is uh, Chatty Cathy is, <laughs> because he's the only player I think that I am enjoy putting on my roster from KKR anymore. You meant Rinku? <laughs> Oh, Rinku. No, how can I forget Rinku? No one forgot Rinku. Rinku Zing. It just, oh, my God. It's a whole other category of player. No one will ever forget Rinku. <laughs> I, I don't know how you ever could. I, I love having my neighbors over on Saturday nights to play Rinku. I've got... Playing round of Rinku? Yeah, they just came up with an expansion pack. It's great. But these two guys just... I don't know. I, don't, I just don't see myself using a transfer on either of them ever again unless I... I'm using like a whole team booster that they qualify for. There's, yeah. there's just, okay, maybe one of them goes off. Maybe none of them go off. Rana basically can win you a game by bowling one spectacular over and taking out the biggest threat for the other team. Or he'll basically give the game away to RR, you know, and just, oh, by the way, here's 26 runs in the first over. You're welcome, Jaiswal. <laughs> just just throwing beach balls out there. And then, like, Jaiswal's got one of those Mongo bats that, you know, you you see at the playground, just heaving tennis yeah. balls into somebody's backyard from 300 yards away. It's just like, what is this? Like, who thought this was a good idea? But he's the captain. He's the one out there directing traffic when this stuff happens. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I'm kind of with you between the if you had to it's kind of a tick slightly towards rana which feels crazy because like Iyer had a decent game he got like 57 runs or something today on another team the skies are definitely more clear in terms of who the identity is uh, uh, i got i got did you get to watch skies uh knock i did in the last match? brilliant that was brilliant like, that was one of my favorite i think favorite moments watching sports it was just he just seemed like he could do no wrong there's a handful of guys in this league right now that are doing that Jaiswal's one, yeah. Sky, Shuman Gill when he's dialed in, and man, when they get going, they almost seem unstoppable. Like it genuinely surprises you. Like I knew in my entirety of myself that Jaiswal was going to get a one hundred if he just had the opportunity. He wasn't going to get out today. Oh, sure, yeah. And Sky was kind of th- what do you get? Like what? he got like an eighty three. Like it's just like it, the ball is just exploding off the bat. He's hitting it in 
every single direction. He's making the bowlers look like fools. It's just it's full steam ahead on Sky. The fielders are moving. They yeah. keep moving every every ball to try to figure it out. But it doesn't matter. No. Just, they can go wherever they want. They can go home. It doesn't matter because <laughs> he's gonna he's gonna hit it and get gonna get it, man. If if he was hitting like that from day one, if he didn't start so slow, is there any doubt he'd be at the top of the the um, the orange cab list? I don't know how he wouldn't be. I mean, you can't take away anything that anybody else has been doing, but he would certainly be in the conversation and it shouldn't shock us at all. We knew preseason that he was going to be great. It just seemed like this team needed a little while to light off. He is incredible now, but I also want to make sure we throw a little love uh, to Ishan Kishan. MI has just uh, done a little bit of an about face from you know early in the season as well. Yeah. They got a good locker room right now, and let's just ride the good pieces for MI. What about RCB? Uh, we looked at, at at that at that game. Has <laughs> does Glenn has Max Glenwell shifted back into shape shifted back into Glenn Maxwell? Maybe he's just maximum Maxwell. He went for <laughs> Max Maxwell. He just he sixty five on forty one when I think a lot of people had written him off. He wasn't doing much with the bat. He wasn't really doing anything with his bowling overs when he got them. Um, and he com- I may I may regret this, but I I still haven't written off. Okay, I, I'm not excited to play him. The only thing you can certainly count on is he's going to get his opportunity at a pretty well, good time. And his, yep. He'll get he'll get he'll get his opportunities relatively early in the order. They seem to have him locked in at third and fourth most of the time. Fourth, it kind of depends on if um, one of the openers goes out early, which in this case was Coley, who got one run on four deliveries, and Maxwell just yeah. completely canceled that out. He's like, yeah, no big deal, you know. <laughs> so, um, but what do you think is more likely, um, Coley? goes out for, you know, another single-digit score, or Maxwell goes out for a half-century? Um, I think Coley going out for a single-digit score is more likely. Okay, that's interesting. I mean, I <laughs> <laughs> both of them could happen in the same game, too. Yeah, they you know, could. Again. It, it's, you know, not a, it's not a big difference. No, it's, it's goofy. Um Talking about CSK guys, if we move on to uh, to another match, um, CSK is kind of doing their best impression of GT in terms of it doesn't really matter who gets the yeah. runs. They're going to get the runs. They spread the workout very evenly when it came to the bats, getting sure. getting the runs in. It was very disappointing that Conway and Guy Quad didn't – neither one of them had a super hot day. Guy Quad was was – being aggressive, but I think he only got like 24, 25 runs, something like that. Devin just looked uncomfortable right from the get-go. He looked like everything was coming into his pads, and he was just late on everything. So no surprise that he didn't last. But, you know, early in the season with those two guys, it was like one was hot and the other was cold, and then it seemed like they both got hot at the same time. And then go figure this match, they both kind of went flat. Didn't matter. CSK doesn't panic. Um but again, I'm just not that interested in anybody down the ranks with them in terms of the batting order because they'll change their batting order. Yeah. And um, and that's kind of nice. It's kind of nice to just say all I have to do is choose between uh, Conway and, and Guy Quad. Or play them both if you got the if you got the that's right if you got the transfers, just play them both every time. You know, fifty percent of the time it works every time, so just roll with it. Um, but 
the uh, the name that is just sort of taken over the scorecard every time CSK plays now is Paterana. Once again, just yep. just stealing all the stealing all the wickets. Yeah, I, we called them the Wonder Twins, Paterana and uh, Thichana, but really, it feels like. They're not the Wonder Twins anymore. Did you ever see the movie? I think it's just called Twins with Danny DeVito and Arnold Schwarzenegger. I can picture the poster for the movie, <laughs> yeah. but no, I've never seen it. So, about the Rana Schwarzenegger, Schwarzenegger. <laughs> he's just you know he got all the he got all the physical clout. He he, he kind of reminds me in a lot of ways though of like if you ever play like online first person shooter games and you're in a battle mm-hmm. with somebody and then just some jerk just comes and steals the kill. You've been working on somebody and you get him yeah, down to 1% yeah. and then somebody else just takes one crack shot. Oh, you know, Mark just killed Wit. And it's, just, it's like, no. <laughs> it's, uh, he, he, he does get valuable wickets in terms of what the team is concerned early on, but it seems like he gets the cleanup duty wickets. Yeah. And yeah. at some point you can't, it, yeah. you can't ignore it. I, I hate that he's an overseas player. I hate it. But mm. he's kind of the most reliable bowler if you just need a wicket from a CSK bowler right now. I hate it. Yeah, he is. Should be the trash panda. He has my heart. Patharana <laughs> hasn't earned that place yet, but he's he's there. He, he has your heart, and he has the crust from that leftover pizza you threw out last night. <laughs> nah. Trash Panda, you know, he his trash picking days are over. He comes right up to the campfire and just takes the mala right off of your stick. Yeah. Were you were you was it you and I camping one time where like the raccoons just walked like right under our chairs? Gosh, I feel like that was a trip we did one time. Yeah. We were, yeah. We okay. we did exactly what you're not supposed to do. We fed the wildlife, but I don't even yeah. I don't think they were wild at that point. They were more domesticated than us, according to your father on that trip. So that was Yeah. <laughs> Was that was that the trip that, that we were called useless? Yes, I think we were called useless. <laughs> useless as you know what's on a what, but yep. <laughs> uh, useless as the the Titans man. Yeah, something about that. Yeah, something I, I don't remember. Uh, <laughs> speaking of the Titans, how about uh, the, the the other end of the standings spectrum? DC. Yep. From the Titans. Um, DC is. Uh, they're just a problem. Um, Warner, are, Warner, yeah, oh. Warner's done. What are you doing if you're playing David Warner at this point? I just, yeah. so, but that's a problem. Somebody's going to do it. Somebody in your in your league is going to play David Warner. They're going to captain him, and he's going to get you know. I joked about it: sixty runs on seventy-two balls, and it's going to look like he had a great game, even though they're still going to lose by a hundred and ten. You know, <laughs> like that's what he's going to do to you. Don't touch him, but. Like this last match was crazy. Nobody batted well. Riley Rousseau was their best batter, and he got 35 runs, which isn't terrible, but he did it on 37. He had a less oh. than a 100 strike rate. He, good Lord. Um, but, you know, Axar Patel is, is still the, the, the plug and play, the generally smart play. He's getting wickets, he's getting a lot of bowling opportunities, obviously. Um, but is it time to consider the other all-rounder on DC? Well, you know, we've, I think we've been pretty consistent on our thoughts about Mitch Marsh, that he's going to come out once and score three wickets and 70 runs, man of the match, uh, and look like just the best thing you could possibly have for fantasy, and then never do anything again. But he did that 
just like predicted, 264 fantasy points. He skipped the next match. I guess he had to rest. Uh, and then the next two matches, fantasy-wise, 91 and 99. Like, I actually I actually captained him because I thought maybe maybe this is a different March. Maybe the DC is just a different DC, and he can actually come out and not just be a one-hit wonder. So I don't know. I still hate it. I still hate thinking about putting Mitch Marsh in any kind of lineup. But I, it's, it's too you can't ignore it now. Is it going to evaporate if he stops getting bowling wickets? Does does all his production go away? Um, I think that his his will be worthwhile as a fantasy player does. He he can he can hit a good knock. Um, he's done it more than once this season. Sure, but but if he doesn't bowl, also I mean he picked up I think was it three wickets last match. Sounds two right. of them were two of them were Patarana garbage time wickets. So yeah, that's three wickets. That's seventy five of those ninety nine points. Probably more too, because I'm sure you know he's got some bonus, three wicket bonus, all that. Yeah, I I really like the idea of playing a booster on a day Mitch Marsh is going to be like an overseas booster because if you hit it, it's just <laughs> he can be so explosive. Yep. But but uh, but obviously the the spotlight is not on that explosive player. It's on uh, Rajasthan's best batter. Uh, Jaiswal. I mean, there's not doesn't seem like there's much we can say about Jaiswal that hasn't already been said. No, hopefully you got to Jaiswal. hopefully you just got to watch it, and hopefully everybody was yeah. together laughing at Nidish Rana for for some reason, <laughs> just putting the game on a silver platter and just handing it to Jaiswal, and then Jaiswal just literally threw it over the fence along with every single ball that came at him. Just yeah. unbelievable He's performance. Breaking, the only breaking records, yeah. left and right. The only thing that I can say about him is that he's young and he makes weird mistakes. Um, Sanju was the benefactor of it, but um, it's in my opinion that Jaiswal is the reason Butler got that run out today. Uh, Butler was at the crease. He was batting. Um, hit what Jaiswal decided was a single. <laughs> but yeah. Butler decided was worth nothing. Butler clearly had his hand up and was trying to send Jaiswell back. Jaiswell just kept coming. So Butler had no choice but to try to run to the far end, and he was just dead rights. Um, if that had not happened, there's a very strong chance that Butler and Jaiswell are the only two batters for RR the whole way through. Yeah. Um, which is terrifying <laughs> that those two uh, are, are doing it. I just feel like RR is kind of getting it together at the perfect time because. I was kind of off Jahal for a while. I'm glad I threw him back in there today. I wasn't sure he was going to really stay hot, but he got four wickets and Bolt got two. So it's like, is that back to back four wickets for Jahal? I think so. Um, it, you owe him an apology. <laughs> he knows. <laughs> he's probably been watching his phone and a whole bunch of times. If he's looking at our text thread, the dot, dot, dots show up like I'm typing and then they go back away because yeah. I get scared because you know, all he was, 87 pounds of him intimidates the bejesus out of me. So <laughs> I have to, I have to make his, sure I get the apology correct. It was a three-way tie for, for the uh, the purple cap between Shami, Rashid Khan, and Deshpanda. But now it's a one-way tie. Just Chahal, two wickets ahead of everybody else. Hollywood. I mean, he. Yeah. 
if he's, he wasn't even on the he was barely even on the chart. Yeah, a week ago. And then he gets eight in two matches. I mean, it's yeah, it's perfect timing for RR. We're getting late into the year, and it just seems like they're firing on all cylinders. This team is coming home back to Jaipur for their next game, so that for whatever reason they tend to slow down there. But yeah. this is the best they've looked in a while. Um, in multiple games now. If you can get if you can have the bats yeah. and the bowls going at the same time, that's what everybody's trying to do. And what makes it nice for fantasy is that those those pieces are relatively identifiable. You know, you're not guessing which batters are going to go off. It's really just two or three possible guys that are going to do that for you, and there's really just yeah. two or three bowlers that you're kind of focusing on. So um makes life easy on our end. Yeah, what last thing I want to top mention before we before we move on to the the previews. Um, I looked just briefly at the top 25 uh, fantasy scores. Okay. Uh, only two of the top 25 are bowlers. That's what it feels like. I think that's a, I think really think that's a direct consequence of this uh, impact player rule. Um, now it's, it's pretty well split between all rounders and batters as far as the, the top. I mean, there's a few wicket keepers in there too. There just aren't very many wicket keepers. So we can, we can forgive them. Um, but if you're if you're really needing points, um, you might want to consider picking a few good bowlers, having them just sit there and just swap out high powered batters for the rest of the season. It feels like it, you know. But know who the good bowlers are. Certainly, if you're using boosters and stuff like that, yeah. you got to play those positions sometimes. But um, yeah, there's been people in our league in the past that I just feel like every time they play a bowler, that bowler's getting two or three wickets, and it's worth putting them in there. But it kind of felt crazy today. I spent a transfer to go get Trent Bolt, and he got two wickets. And I was like, oh, nice. He's paying for himself. And then at the end of the day, he had like 61 points. And I'm like, that's well below yeah. my transfer efficiency. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, it's right. like, ugh. But I'm planning on using him again in another match relatively soon. So... Hopefully I can double dip on him. It's the only thing that kind of makes chasing those bowlers worth it is if you're going to get multiple games out of them or if you're using them in a booster situation where they qualify. So, One thing to keep in mind with your – you're new to the whole uh, save your transfers uh, philosophy. Your transfer efficiency will drop at the end. Oh, yeah. It, like if you're, if you're suddenly using three or four transfers a match, then, yeah, you're it's there's no way you're going to keep up with having – the captain and vice captain from before. Yeah, so it, it did manage to go up take, today. Don't take it too hard. It did manage to go up well, today, yeah. thanks to Jaiswal being captain? my captain. Did so you... you want to start looking ahead? Yeah, let's let's get into it. So getting into the meat of the podcast. Yeah, number fifty-eight. We so, bit through the bread and we got through the lettuce and the tomato. Now we're chewing the meat. This is not olive loaf either. This is no, uh, number 58, SRH versus LSG. This is an early match, especially for you out there in the, the western half of the United States. Oh, yeah. Is Cutie Cock back? Is Quentin DeCock somebody you would put in your roster and just assume you're going to wake up at some point and see him green dotted? Or would you not start him unless you knew for sure he was playing? I'm going to put him in my roster. I, I have a thing. Uh, I'm actually camping this weekend. So I have to. I probably won't have service. So I probably will not be able to set my roster for every match, which kills me. But I think I'm gonna bring QDK in. He just he's so good. I can't. I missed it because it was it was an early match last time too. Uh huh. Man, they haven't played all week. Jeez, where are where is Lugnow? Uh, 
So it's yeah. pretty far north in India. It's kind of up near Nepal. Nice, nice. I, that's what I meant. <laughs> uh, I'll, I'll be playing Peacock. I, I don't know about um, mayors. I, I mean, I'm I'm gonna go light on all these matches because I don't even know if I'll be able to play captain and vice captain, but Peacock um, will be on there. Yeah, uh, I I feel relatively sure that what they wanted when they brought him back in happened. I mean, he scored like 70 runs. So I don't know what else you can do to solidify your position, especially with a veteran like that. You know, if he'd have been a no-namer, you know, maybe he loses his spot back to, you know, somebody else. Um, I'm not super excited to also throw Mayers in there with him, but man, what a potential at the top half of that. Uh Um, I'm going to skip on our show doc here just a bit down to your note about picking up SRH if you can stomach it. Um, And we'll talk about those players. Um, But your reasoning is what, that they have four matches left? Are they the only team? Yeah, they're the only team with four matches left. So any player that you pick up from SRH, if you wanted to just grab and hold somebody, there's not that many matches left. You're going to get an extra match out of them, essentially. Okay. Uh, so the, the problem is that it's SRH. I mean, if this was Gujarat and you were picking up Shub McGill and holding him for four matches, you'd be thrilled about that. Uh, but Sunrisers, um, it's a little more slim pickings for who you could pick up and feel like it's worth holding them for four matches. Part of the problem with SRH is that their highest clout players seem to now all be overseas players. Aiden Markram. Heinrich Klassen, Glenn Phillips wins man of the match a few matches ago. Yeah. And then their bowler that seems to be getting all the timely wickets is Marco Jansen. Yep. So and that's hard. And then the other the other piece of the puzzle is Abhishek Sharma, who's uncapped. So you almost feel kind of silly having him take up a um, an all rounder spot when he's uncapped and you can get him for free. Yeah. So you know trying to go hard SRH for the smart side of that, but I am, you know, playing with my heart here and I'm going to go hard LSG. I just, I, I feel like you can come out of the gate hot with cutie cock and, and Myers. If you're, if you, if you have the space on your roster for it, uh, Myers did bowl in his last outing, but he got annihilated. He gave up like 18 or something in his, as one run or just one over um, and Stoinis did the same thing. So now you're talking crowded over out over, or I'm sorry, all rounders again, if you're trying to squeeze Abishek in there, having Stoinis mayors and Abishek, hopefully you're not sitting on somebody from another game, because then if you're doing it even further, Krunal Pandya is there who yeah. <laughs> of the all rounders, regardless of team in this situation is the person I'm most interested in. He has bowled four overs in all three of his last matches and he bats high in the order. Yeah, and he's he's one you gotta. You also kind of have to play the numbers, uh, the opportunity really, because the last four matches, 26, 33, 2, and ten, he has not been on point. No. But the it's kind of like his brother uh, Hardik. He's the the opportunity is there. He bowls, he bats. I mean, even more so than Hardik maybe because he bowls four overs most of the time. Yeah, it's it's uh is a match a that's away from Econa Sports. I either should be more runs. Hyderabad seems like middle high in terms of runs scored uh, at 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 that location. It elevates Pandya's um, batting opportunity 
significantly, I think. Um, so uh, all-rounders all are so tough this season, especially when you have one who's a true all-rounder and he's not capitalizing. But if you're maybe thinking about going thin on this game, you you would at least have somebody who's genuinely going to play both sides of the yeah. ball. True. Anybody else we need to poke at here for number 58? No, let's uh, let's go to fifty nine. I'm I'm a little more excited about that one oh, actually. Are you? As far as the, <laughs> the team, I mean, mostly because I'm I'm probably gonna have Mitch Marsh in my lineup, and so it's like, you know, it's like game of Russian roulette. I mean, whether it's smart is is anybody's guess, and it's probably not, but it is exciting. <laughs> yeah. So fifty nine yeah. is DC versus Punjab. Um. My first note when putting this show doc together for this is that uh, Dawan and Axar are plug and play. And I asked you off air, is Mitch Marsh one of those guys for you the rest of the way in? Um, no, I I don't know. I, I, I hate Mitch Marsh. <laughs> well, I want you to commit or quit right now. I want. <laughs> well, I can tell you he's going to be in this one because he's already on my roster and I doubt I'm going to drop him All right. uh, because because this match happens while I'm camping. Uh, so, yeah, I think he's – I think he's – I don't think he's quite up there with Axar and Dawan, no. Those okay. two seem like you just have to play him when they come up. Um, if you haven't – Put your faith in, in Axar, especially if you've, you've paid for it. So um, with those two, their production is proven. I, I think, though, if I just want one last thing about Marsh is <laughs> if you if you are in a position where you, you might not make your playoffs and you need to just shoot for the fences, start him because he could get you there. Yeah. No, it, just to, yeah, uh, to take that tangent, now's the time. You're running out of yeah. opportunities. Um, if you are playing too conservative, if you're playing the smart plays um, and you're not making up ground, you're running out of time. It's time to hunt a little bit more for those diamonds in the rough. It doesn't mean that that's what Mitch Marsh is, but there's a good chance that a lot of people have turned their nose up at Mitch Marsh and they're they're just done. They're not going to start him. So you kind of have to pick those differential guys, and he's a great opportunity for that. Um, Mitch Marsh being an overseas player, though, is part of the reason that for D.C. things tend to get a little bit crusty. So you could do an all-overseas start on D.C., who I guess are a lot of their best players, and you could come out with nothing. You could, <laughs> you could have Phil Salt just – Pouring salt in the wound and watching, you know, just getting nothing but pain out of that start. David Warner comes in along with him. You got Mitch Marsh, and then we mentioned Riley Rousseau. So you got all these overseas guys, um, and you know they should be the best guys on the team. That's why they're there. That's why they're justifying those very valuable overseas starts uh, for, for those guys. And you may have nothing to show for it. So. Ugh, they they are probably the single most difficult unit um, to plug people out of. But if you're brave enough, I think Marsh is certainly the 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 least you know the least dangerous there. But if you can hit on one of those other guys, talking about differential picks, who would who would next in line be after Mitch Marsh of the overseas players for DC? 
Uh, so you've got Phil Salt or who was the other guy? Warner or Riley oh Rousseau. Those were the ones that were in the last match. I think I would go with Phil Salt. At least he's he's proven that he can he can be a match winner fantasy wise anyway. And he's gonna bat and he's a wicket keeper, so he gets catches. Yeah. David Warner just I mean, it's sad. Like I don't want to be out on him, but I am. We need, I'm out on it. We need to invite him over and just figure out what's going on. So it's got to be trouble at home. Something, <laughs> <laughs> something's just not right with that guy right now. And uh, whew, I don't know. You know, I don't know what it would take if, if anything, for me to play him again this this season. But on the, Rothman Powell. We need to bring Rothman Powell back. Yeah, he had some, he had some good knocks last year. He's a name that I keep seeing there when I'm like building out a roster that involves DC and I'm like, Oh yeah, yeah that guy. And well, can't play him. So. Doesn't... Yeah. I mean, uh, Chetan, uh, Chetan, Sakurai, Sakurai he yeah. had some good matches last year. He's just not playing really. I'm pretty Shaw. I don't know what happened to that guy. No. He was again, really good last year. Um, Yadav, uh, Cold Yadav. I mean, he's been okay, but, like he was like one of the top two bowlers last year. Speaking of Yadav, you started Lalit this last match, right? I did. Yeah, he got a wicket. He did. He got forty-eight fantasy points. So I was <laughs> I was pretty pleased with that. So it was really just a just a why not kind of thing. So we were talking about Punjab, you know, other than Doan earlier, um, and how Jitesh is sort of the obvious answer beyond him. If you already have Jitesh. And you're using an uncap. Who are you looking for in this match? Um, Is it Prop Simran or do you play Yadav Lalit again if he's back in the starting eleven? Um, I my my answer is uh, let's see. The answer is Prop Simran. Okay. I was just looking to see if DC had a turnaround. Like if they play in a couple matches, then maybe I'd pick. Um, Lollard or somebody else, uh, but but really, props and Ron. I mean, has scored like three times as many fantasy points. Well, well, he plays basically every match, and Lollard does not. That's true. So. I guess, I guess, yeah, he you're right. In fact, he's been out for I didn't really, I didn't even realize he'd been out for four matches. So, one of the things that's gotten frustrating with Punjab too is that, um, they're really spreading out their bowling overs. Um, and Arshdeep Singh has started to go to sleep. He was one of the best, most reliable bowlers the first yeah. half of the season, and he's only got two wickets over the last three games. And he basically bowled twelve overs. He only he got only five balls out of one over um, in a recent game. I guess it ended off schedule, but it's making it's oh gosh, the, that used to be like a namestay. He was one of those guys like you're talking uh-huh. about. You put the you put our steep down there and you just leave him there. And the next time he rolls yeah. around, you got a free bowler who's probably going to get a wicket or two, and it's just not happening anymore. So right. my question to you is for games like this, if you're running low on transfers, you and I have and honestly our entire home league has been great at not finding themselves short of transfers. But say me in this league at this point last year, I think it was down to like a transfer and a half per match is all I had left. So I had to be super careful. And I actually found a surprising amount of success in basically doing like zero transfers and only using transfers on the juicy games. Sure. 
Yeah. Is it okay to abstain from the pain of this game if you just don't trust any of these guys well enough? Is that justifiable yeah. this late in the season to just intentionally do nothing other than maybe use like an uncap on one random guy yeah. and hope for the best? Get get a get a captain and vice captain at least. Okay. To get the votes on those. That's I think that's every match I want to at least have a captain and vice captain. But yeah, if you're not confident with with this stuff, especially if you're ahead in your league and you don't need to take a chance on Mitch March and you want to invest in other matches instead of this one, I'd be okay just taking a punt. Neither of these two teams have a turnaround, so you're not going to get a double up on them. So the segue from that thought is into match 60, which mm-hmm. is Rajasthan versus Bangalore. R versus RCB. What we saw Rajasthan do today is very exciting. And they're playing against a team that has many more reliable fantasy cards. So it's one of those things where, like I said, if you are way down on transfers, if you are in trouble and you are looking for a match more likely to produce fantasy heroes, I think this by far is it. I am expecting to see a lot of boosters played in this match, number 60, yeah, because of... For one, if you're going, this sounds crazy, but conservative. If you're looking at overseas players, you have a really nice mix here. Obviously, Joss is there. Faf being the orange cap leader. Maybe not after today. I got to double check. Um, but Maxwell's there. He is. Okay. Win and do. Shimron, who's not been doing much lately. But then there's this Joe Root just hanging out. If they, if that's, but see, this is what I'm saying about this match is that Rajasthan has been so good with their top order. They've failed to get to Joe root who they have at four. (laughs) You know, he sat an entire match, two matches ago with his, with his batting pads on because he was supposed to come in at four and never did because it got to the closing, which was Shimron. Um, and skipped over him. And then now Trent Bolt is back and healthy. All of those guys are overseas players, and you can come up with like any number of mixes of that and feel pretty good that you're going to have a pretty good day. I think Joss and Faf would be the two that I would insist upon, and then you could get cute um, with any of the other ones. But you also have Coley, you've got Jaiswal, and you've got Samson. So if you're just picking like six guys, you can just take the three best on the top order for each of these teams and potentially have like yep. a 700 point day. <laughs> like, you yep. know, you brought up Ashwin to Hollywood. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's got, it's got booster written all over it. Yes. Um, it, it, I might actually be convinced. <laughs> yeah. There's just, there is, there is the least amount of confusion. I think of all the teams in the IPL with these two teams in terms of what they're going to present when they step up to the crease or into the bowling attack each match, you know that Faf and Coley are going to open on one side. You know that Butler and Jaiswal are going to open on the other. And shortly behind them, you know you're going to be looking for Glenn Maxwell. Hopefully you get full Glenn. You know that you're going to be seeing Sanju come up right behind him. Hopefully you get today's version of Sanju. Um, But then on the bowling side of things, you know the Bolt's going to open for RR. And you know that Chahal is in form right now. They're coming back home to Jaipur. So I imagine RR is going to be feeling really good <laughs> coming home. Um, 
And then there's a lot of great options for inexpensive bowlers to fill out the rest if you're just trying to max out a team here. At seven credits and under, you got Sandeep Sharma. He's getting his work. Uh, Vaishank, uncapped, been getting work. And then we haven't seen much of him, but he's been good when he does play as Karn Sharma. So you can play a lot of these pieces and still have the economy of some cheap pieces that you know are going to get some chances. But I just love the idea of using a booster and having guaranteed appearances from certain guys. It was the biggest frustration I had with that Indian booster when I played with CSK was not knowing, okay, is Dubey coming in? Is Moeen Ali coming in? Who's going to get the fourth batting spot? Yeah. You know, something like that. That doesn't happen with these two teams. It's much more predictable. Yeah, right. That's one of the problems with CSK. They, they seem like they're going to be great for a booster, but you don't know if who, which, not just which win they're going to come in, but... There's so many players that are near the top there that you could have six CSK players and have the top guys from the match be three that you don't even have in your lineup. Yeah. Well, Whereas well, in this one, like everybody's going to have Jaiswal, Fath, Coley, Butler, Jahal. If you can afford all these guys, I guess. I haven't done the math. You can. You can build out a roster with, with all the names you have to have. You're going to sacrifice I mean, most likely at Bowler, which gets um, – Tricky, but you know, there's literally like five and six credit bowlers that you can fill in with if they're playing that day. So it's something you're probably going to have to check the red dots in the morning, which is tricky. It's an early game. Is anybody worried about KMSC for unusual Watt or uh, Wayne Parnell, Dev Dutt Patakal, or Drove the Sanitizer Jarrell stealing the match from you? Like you're not worried about any of those guys being the guy that gets man of the match. Here's the thing: it can happen, but you don't. It can, but you shouldn't. But it's less likely than a, it's than like it's far like less CSK of a versus Mumbai or God forbid, you know, CSK versus GT. Both teams yeah, right. where the entire team is good, but there's not like mm-hmm. that one. Like that's the frustrating is like you could, this could happen to you with like a CSK match. Let's say. Conway and Guy Quad both go deep and then you don't know who's going to come in at four. And the next thing you know, it's the 18th over and Donny comes in. <laughs> so, you know, yeah. it's like, Oh, okay. Well I put seven CSK guys in my lineup and two of them batted. That would be tragic. That's not going to happen with this match unless there's injuries or something weird. Um, again, it's the early match. So watch out, yeah. uh, especially if you're, using some bargain bin guys to play the superstars, but having Maxwell at a true all-rounder position as well as Ashwin at a true all-rounder position, if you end up deep in the batting order for either side, you'll see those guys. But if you'd only played four guys and you played Faf, Coley, Butler, and Jaiswal, that is enough to be excited about. But you can fill out the entire team here. Yeah, I was thinking if you if you play the top nine players on the team fantasy points, which is Siraj, Ashwin, Maxwell, Sanju, uh, Hollywood, Butler, Coley, Faf, and Jaiswal. Is there any doubt one of those guys is going to get man of the match? Like, I, I don't – it seems completely unbelievable that, that anybody else, like even Hasaranga, Bolt, that somebody else is not is going to get man of the match. Man, I'm actually now kind of bummed that I'm going to be camping this weekend. <laughs> there's, there's no way I'm going to get that set. That, that is a great – great one yeah yeah you might get lucky but yeah this this is a match i've been i've been staring at for a while i don't know which booster i'm going to use on this match whether it turns into an overseas or if i try to go uh for a complete fill out but i was aggressive um with getting rr guys onto my match or onto my 
roster for today's match just for this match. I basically got lucky that Bolt and Chahal have already paid for themselves. Um, yeah. But talking about teams that have guys in form, this is yep. this is very appetizing. Is there anything you're worried about with this game? Uh, it's I don't know. Uh, not really. I mean, sometimes these matches that seem to have appetizing written all over them don't go the way you plan. Yeah. <laughs> but I I can't. You can't plan for that. No. You, know, you, you have to look at what you have to play the odds and playing the odds on this match is seems like you're you've got good odds. Disaster can strike at any time. Weird stuff happens. I get it. Um, yeah. But I mean, but Trent when you have Trimple could take out he could take out Coley, Faf, and Maxwell yep. for like eighteen runs total. He could and, do it twice. Then, twice this year, he's gotten two wickets in the opening over. And if that happens to be yeah. Faf and Coley, that is going to feel devastating. But you know what? It's going to feel real good if he's on your team when it happens. You know, because <laughs> yeah, you get a hundred. Yeah, but if he's not, I mean, he's one of those that you could leave off. You could to get somebody else. Yeah, it's uh, but it's but again, you can't you can't plan for that kind yeah, of. Yeah, I just don't see a scenario where. Of the six best batters, Faf, Coley, Maxwell, Butler, Jaiswell, Sampson, none of those guys have a good game. <laughs> like, yeah. So had today you played an all, a whole team booster, you were not feeling good at the beginning when you got to halftime. And then basically all you needed was Jaiswell and you'd have had like a 2000 points you know <laughs> so like it only takes one guy to, to 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 be hot if you strike really well with it and i just feel like somebody in this match is going to do well enough even if they all got 40 points like that would be great too you know you would double double on somebody and double everybody else it probably means some wickets fell hopefully you got those two um well, I, I don't think we have much else to say about this match. Doesn't feel like it. It's just it's it's there. It's ripe. Pluck it. You're running out of time. If you're still sitting on good boosters, this is one of the juiciest ones I see left. Sixty-one CSK versus KKR. This feels like it could be like the most frustrating match of the season between KKR not knowing which KKR is going to come out, and then CSK not knowing which players are going to hit because there's so many that can. Ugh, yeah, I'm not going to be looking forward to this match. The only part that I'm looking forward to, and I'm hoping that some people have been scared away, is Conway and Guy Quad. They didn't look good in the last match, but look- yeah, Conway that was his that was his first bust of the season at um, at Chepak. Yeah, you know, and I I re- I I know that we've talked about that on this show, so it kind of sucked to have to eat that, but we know what those two guys are capable of and they're going to play against KKR. And we saw what the openers did against KKR today with Jai's wall and what should have been Butler, but due to a weird run out turned into Sanju. Sanju's not been in great form and he just had a field day with those guys too. So if they can't get like Varun established early, uh, they, they could be in big, big trouble. And this is, again, this is at Chapak. Um, It's, tough to win there i think it's tougher to win there than than most home field advantages i mean like i said you, there's so many yellow jerseys when csk is not even playing in a match this is going to be like a super home game especially this late in the year with Chapak um and csk kind of being on the bubble not really like they're in position but they can't afford to 
keep they can't lose a bunch of games. They'll, they'll get knocked out of the playoffs. Um, so I'm kind of hoping that Conway and Guy Quad are they're going to bounce back. They'll do better, I think, as a pair than they did last yeah. time. But I'm hoping that maybe some people back away from them because they don't feel good about what happened, and then that's a, ends up being a differential play. Because yeah. they're the only two bats on the CSK side that I want right now. Yeah, don't don't be those guys. They're still number four, and number six in the orange cap running. Okay, they're still great. Don't be afraid just because they had a bad one bad match. What else you got here? Uh, the two players I want to talk about. Um, one is Moeen Ali. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I want to play him so often because I've seen him in the past years. Last year, the year before, he just he can be awesome. But I feel like he is the person who has most been just cut down at the knees by this impact player because he almost never bowls more than one or two overs. And then if he gets up to bat at all, he's in that big messy middle of, of CSK who you don't know. My bad third might not bad at all. <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm, I'm, I think I'm done on Moeen. I, I, again, he, he always pops up as like, Oh, should I put Moeen in? But like, and then the other one, I hate to say this, but I'm worried. I'm worried about trash Panda. Gone, I think he's gone wicketless for two matches now. Has it been two in a row? Yeah, I'm going to confirm that. But there's two reasons. Can you guess the two reasons that I'm worried? So, for one, Paterana is yep. stealing the work. And then for two, if you're using uncapped, you've... Two of the last three. Sorry, not two in a row. Two of the last okay, three. if you're using an uncapped to go get Trash Panda, which more than likely you are if you're not already sitting mm-hmm. on him, you're choosing Trash Panda over guys like Rinku right now. If if that's what, yeah, the, those would be the two reasons that I would uh, fail to have Trash Panda on my team for this match. The two times that the two times that Trash Panda seems to pick up wickets, when he most often gets his wickets, early overs in the power play. And at the end, uh, you know, trash to be in the trash panda, taking out the trash, the garbage time. You've got Hatharana has become their garbage time guy, their last two overs, their closer. Uh-huh. And you also have Deepak Chahars back in, and he has been cleaning up in the power play. He's been become like their Trent Bolt, taking a couple wickets. You know, uh, last match, trash panda didn't even play four overs. Ouch. So, yeah, I'm wondering if, if, I'm fading on him a little bit. Yeah, this this game is kind of a clog for that. So other than Conway and Guyquad, picking the batting order, predicting it for CSK is very, very hard. The bats for KKR are all over the place. You don't know who it's going to be. If you're bold enough to go back in on Venkatesh Iyer, good for you. I'm not. You're hoping for a double-sided game for Russ. But really, it's like all you have to do is look at the uncapped guys for this match yeah. to know that this is going to be trouble. Trash Panda, Rinku Singh, Suyash Sharma, Anukul Roy, Harshit Rana, and Jagadeesan if he plays. So, <laughs> so many great nickname potentials there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I between I'll say now between Rinku and Trash Panda, if I get to make transfers, I might not get to because I'm. Might be in the bottom of a canyon somewhere in, in the mountains of Idaho. But if I get to make it, I'm going to pick Rinku because I'm almost certain he's going to get up to bat because CSK's bowlers have just been so good that there's no way they're not going through the batting board. Isn't that weird that like you actually want the CSK bowlers to do well 
so that you can get your <laughs> yeah. batters up against them. Like, cause yeah. you know that that's going to create opportunities for Russ and for Rinku, both of whom came in too early today. Um, that, yeah, that does not bode like Andre Russell is not a stick around for seven or eight overs batter. He's a berserker. He needs to come in where he's either going to win the game or lose the game. He can't be, I mean, he came in at like what the sixth or seventh over or something. Like it's just, you know, yeah, it does not work. That's not where he bats and that's maximum spin. He, he didn't look like he was ready. He was out of place. Um, and, and Rinku is, I mean, he, he, is he the best closer batter? Like in terms of somebody who's stolen matches back for KKR, um, or really any IPL team, it just sucks yes. that the only reason they'll get Our, great opportunities, like you're, you're, you're happy. It's like, Oh cool. They're coming in with like nine overs left, <laughs> but it's not good when ever, it happens. Did, did you ever imagine at the beginning of the season, you'd be questioning whether or not Rinku saying is the best closer in the IPL for like bringing matches back when he plays on the same team as Andre Russell. He's taken the role, you know, on, yeah, he's, he has Andre Russell did it in match 53. Um, he's capable and at least he's, you know, he shows his prowess from time to time, but yeah, Rinku is, is stolen that role yeah. from him. Um, you, you play against KKR. You cannot be feel safe about your game until you've got Rinku's wicket. Once you've got his wicket, then you can feel like, okay, we're going to win this. That's fair. Yeah. At, Cause he's at any point. It seems like he could bring, bring in the, the W feel like he has done the impossible multiple times. Um, so good luck on 61 picking your match, <laughs> picking your players here. Um, I just am probably most interested in the sure things and everybody else, unless I'm just trying to burn up transfers, I must steer clear from. 62. Is this a trap match for Gujarat? Feels like it. Feels like it could be. Everybody thought they were going to roll over DC. Uh, and that was at Aminabad also. As is this game, yeah. Mm-hmm. So... I got to say I'm a little worried, even though I know it's kind of an irrational worry. Gujarat is a better team, period, than Sunrisers right now. Yeah. Um, they've been so dominant in their last two matches, though. Yeah, maybe I'm maybe I'm just worried for no reason. You know, it, maybe. I just For whatever reason, I'm looking at this match, and I'm just like, I'm drooling over the opportunity to play Hardik and Rashid Khan here. I just feel like yeah. they are going to just prove – to the 132,000 seat amount of bed <laughs> stadium that they are the defending champs for a reason. Those are the faces of your team. Obviously, Shubman Gill is going to be there. Uh, I, to, to mention these two names is not it is not to leave him out, but those are yeah, sure. those are two guys that the camera finds all the time. So, like as just a presence on the field, those two are senior leaders, and I feel like this is. This is going to be a great game for both of them. Still play Shubman Gill, yep. but these two guys are, are hot to trot for, uh, yeah, for this if match as well. If you have a if you're ahead in your league and you just are trying to play it safe and not take chances and stay where you are, Rashid Khan, Shubman Gill, Mohammed Shami, they are all two hundred points ahead of the next person on the on the team, which is Hardy Pandia. Wow. So yeah, don't don't leave Shami out of this. Uh, Sunrisers' batting lineup is certainly susceptible to uh, to a fastball. Yeah. Um, is there anybody that you 
for sure want to play from SRH? No. <laughs> and I like to have one – I, I like to have at least one player from each team. Um, I don't know that that's actually a good strategy. Uh, well, I do like what I like that. is to have guys that are relevant at any phase of the game. So, like, I don't want to have, like, only GT bowlers and only SRH batters, and then when that half of the match is over, there's nothing there except for maybe a catch or two. Like, I hate that. But if yeah. you play a complete team, if you play batters and bowlers from GT, you've got players that are in the match at both phases of the game. So you can do that really easily. You know, yeah, if you play Shubman and you play Khan and you play Shami, um, and then especially if you throw Hardik in there, then you've got a great blanket. There's going to be people on the field or at the crease most of the match for you to get points. Yeah, there's there's nobody on this lineup that I'm excited to play. I mean, their their highest scoring player is Heinrich Klassen, and nobody knew who that was like four <laughs> matches ago. The only thing I can say for Klassen is that supposedly he is a spin demon, and so if SRH, you know, comes up with Shami and the, and Khan and tries to just outclass Klassen with spin, yeah, that's kind of his wheelhouse, but. Man, I could see SRH just drowning in this match. I think something that's going to be important to watch for here is the toss. If SRH bats first and puts up a really stinky number, that yeah. <laughs> that that could mean that you know getting the double dick dip double deke out of Hardik <laughs> uh, is is far less valuable. You know, it could be the kind of sure. thing that we saw today, where you know really you only needed two batters from one team to run down. A sorry total. Yeah. Um, SRH has the potential. Like you said, is this a trap game? They could they could put it up there. But if SRH bats first and they come out with like a 120 or something like that, man, I could see GT running that down in 13, 14 overs. <laughs> and then some of the reach, uh-huh. some of the reach guys are like, if you're hoping for, you know, a batting appearance out of like Rashid Khan or something like that, it's just not going to happen. Um, so that might lopside this match a little bit, but. Are you that worried about it? No, if if this was an early match, I wouldn't I wouldn't get up early just to just to make sure I was wrong. Now, well, I want to ask you one question about Shubman Gill. He's become one of my favorite players. He just seems like he seems like a guy who doesn't he's he doesn't have like the focus of Rinku Singh, um, but he just he always seems cool. Like he knows what he's doing when he's out there. He's gotten in the 60s a few times, and of course, in the last match, he's uh, got 94 runs. Do you think he's got 100 in before this season's over? I mean, he's got potentially five matches to play left if they uh, if they make the playoffs as expected. And- yeah, I, if there's anybody who is capable and hasn't done it yet, I don't see why it couldn't be the Shubman. Yeah, um, he's. I think Sky has never had. Hey, you just mentioned this guy. He's never had a century in the IPL, and I don't think Shubman ever has either. Yeah, some of those guys, you know, like I was thinking, like Sky, you know, not being an opener, uh, by far that gives you a, a, an advantage to getting, you know, a century <laughs> to have all twenty yeah. overs out in front of you to do it. Seems like sometimes the big bats are, you know, guys that are third, fourth, fifth in the order, but and they just don't have the time. It's the only reason Jaiswa didn't get one today is because he just didn't have the time. It wasn't necessary. 
18 half centuries. Um, his highest score is 96. Ooh. Shubman Gill. He's right so, there. He's, he seems like he's on the cusp, but you know, Gill's young. I'm sure he's going to end up with a handful of centuries before, before his career is over. But I'd love to see it be this season. There's no reason he can't be this match. He might do it all by himself. Yep. Just keep swimming, Shubman. Just keep swimming. All right. So let's let's uh let's move on. We got those matches covered. That should take you through the weekend. That includes Monday's game, so you can spend some time with your mom on Sunday, Mother's Day. Either kiss your mom or kiss somebody's mom. Just make sure you're nice to some to a mother out there. Um, so yeah. there's a, that's that's Monday's match is number sixty two. Uh, but segment three is there's a joke in there about ishin kishin you, you better be ishin kishin your mom <laughs> on mother's day <laughs> just as long as it doesn't become a heartache problem um, <laughs> segment three let's just get out of that real quick um this is not the most tangible thing in the world but what got me thinking is i'm trying to use these boosters i'm running out of time and I'm looking at the matches, trying to figure out which are the the most lucrative for some of these. And early on, I started concocting a plan that I was going to use a booster on match 70 to either get that last little boost up into first place or something like that, or hold off somebody who's coming after me. And then I started getting scared that when we get to match 70, which includes GT, GT is going to have locked up the number one seed on the points table and RCB might not have anything to play for. They can't get in. So what does that do? If anything to their lineups or they're just give a darns when it comes to batting, bowling, whatever. Um, And does that affect how you play your boosters? What do you think? Well, it's a comparison in fantasy football. I mean, there's no boosters, but usually you don't, play in the 17th match at all is it sorry the 17th game because because of this because teams rest their starters if they know they've made the playoffs um i don't know if in nfl if the teams that don't have anything to play for do they change their their lineup we never really paid attention to them at the end of the season what tends to happen in again that's sort of an x factor here too is you might just see some different faces play more phases of the game so you know i could see a situation where you know in that last match rashid khan only bowls two overs because they want to give a young arm yeah. more opportunity um you want to bring yash back out yeah it's, hey you know what kid you can't lose the season for us now you can try <laughs> and hey great it happens to be that he is you know bowling to faff and you know faff's knocking on the door of a century but you know, maybe Faf wants to try a few things because you know either they're they've, they're already in or they're already out. There's, you know, just we're running out of games. Teams mm-hmm. are running out of the opportunity to either secure or, you know, yeah, lose their spot. Falling into place. So those red dot green dots are going to become more critical than ever. Um, they're also going to mean less. <laughs> Those impact substitutes yeah. are creating a nightmare for a lot of these guys anyway. But now, Shubman Gill, for instance, almost never fields. 
if GT is opening to bull and you see an orange dot, orange dot next to Shub McGill in this match, <laughs> it will be scarier than ever that GT yeah, may right. have that one seed locked up. And you know what? Eh, we'll see if he wants to bat. Or maybe we just bring him in sixth to, you know, if, if we need, because we don't want to lose the game. We still want to win the game, but trying to give him a break. You know, something like that. Goofy things are going to start to happen potentially. But we were looking at some of the matches at the end of the year last year, and there's some kind of a mixed bag as to what's real and what's not. And, and some of the explanations aren't, aren't clear about who got playing time and who didn't. Um, so when I said that this is sort of an intangible segment, I mean that, but it's just sort of a red flag going up. It's on the horizon that yeah. some teams might care. Some teams might not very, very shortly. Some teams might care a lot, but they might be getting into desperation mode and trying some very creative lineups, different opening partnerships, something because you know, you know what, this isn't working. This is our last chance. We have to win and we need to boost our net run rate by, you know, 20% or we still don't get in even if we win. So they're just, you know, playing wild, hoping for the best. Watch out for weirdness. Watch the 11. <laughs> Watch the, the, the impact subs. Keep an eye on, on the, how all those pieces look when the toss comes out and recognize that this is sort of a weird time of year and it might matter more than before. Yeah, and this this year I think it probably does matter more than usual because everything is so messy and close in the middle. Let me know what you think. My my philosophy, um, my strategy going into the the season was, don't play a booster until all four, all ten teams have played at least four matches. Don't play a booster when things are new. You don't really know what the team's identity is going to be. You don't know who's going to be who. Like if you had played a booster early on KKR, you might have put your double captaincy on um, on Russell, thinking, he, of course, he's going to be the guy. Uh, and he ended up not being. Uh, so wait four matches, and then have all your boosters done by the time each team has, all, has two left to play. Don't play them on those last two. Don't plan to play them on those last two, because this exact thing. You might have a a thing where DC, like, um, I, I think I, I'm excited about a DC for some overseas stuff uh, because of Mitch Marsh uh, and some of their, I feel Phil Salt, like they've got some decent players. So when they play other teams, it's easy to fill out four overseas. But the thing is, they're one of the few teams, I think, that really is done now. Like, they, they can't realistically get into the playoffs. And so, there's been some sort of tabloid-type information that the powers that be want a change in captaincy for DC for positioning wow. for the national team. So <laughs> that, that might change how everything's constructed. Yeah. Could be dramatic. Yeah. Is, yeah. Even if you're, if you're all in on Mitch Marsh, is his role going to change? Is he not going to be as invested? Cause he's saving up. Uh, what is he Australian? Where's he from? Um, is he going to be getting ready to play in the ashes? Is what I was wondering. Uh, or does but, he become captain? <laughs> you're right. Or does he become the captain? Does he start batting as, as an opener? I mean, I, you just don't know. And and but this year, though, I, I wouldn't be too worried. Like I am looking at uh, some of the other like Punjab. I think I'm still really interested in because they always seem to put up a big score. And 
the other team has to chase it down, either with runs or wickets. So they have a few matches left, and, and I wouldn't mind rolling the dice. And really, the Gujarat versus Royal Challengers to end it, You what you didn't mention is, is they're back at Chinnaswamy. After being gone for like a month, they're back. And so you can't underestimate that. I mean, really, we were talking about, do we think Shubman Gill could be a century? I mean, it could be here. It could be this match. That's fair. Now, they could even go. If, if they're all set, if, if Gujarat's not worried, they might say, like, let's just let, let's just let Shubman keep hitting it. Let's just he, – he, he deserves a century. Let's get him his first century. Yeah. Let's see if you he know, can be he might, set a new record fastest to 50 or something, you know. Yeah, he might get to get to 40 or 50, and they say, you know what, Shubman, just slow down. We don't really need to win this. Slow down, get yourself to 100, then start hitting it. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't really know know about that. It is a little intangible, but it's a it's an interesting thing to watch. Like, I'm very interested to see if some of these teams, DC, Sunrisers, or on the other side, Gujarat, maybe the Super Kings will just be a lock by then if they change things up. Although, it'd be hard to notice if Super Kings change things up. Yeah. <laughs> Like I said, maybe you see Dhoni grab a whole bunch of batting overs that you weren't expecting, steals yeah, them, yeah. steals them away from Ali when you finally justified it's starting him or something. Dhoni come out there and bowl the last over. I'd love it. Yeah, <laughs> I'd love it too. Uh, yeah. So just some food for thought. There's nothing. There's nothing real hard there, um, as long as you're paying attention to who's starting, who's not starting. Try to make some sense of it if you see different names uh, than what you're used to. There could be something like that going on, but I think that wraps it up. You got anything else? I got one more thing. Ooh. It should be quick. We're, we're close enough in the season. Uh, looking at the points table, you got Gujarat with 16, Super Kings with 15, Rajasthan, Mumbai with 12. That's the top four. Lucknow has 11. Then Challengers, uh, KKR and Punjab all have 10. And then you've got, uh, DC and this are just sitting at the bottom at eight. Who are your top? Who are the four? Who do you think are going to make the playoffs? GT. <laughs> yeah, I think. Let's start at the top. Who's your number one? GT. GT. I think I still think they're going to be at number one when it's all said and done. CSK. Who's your number two? CSK. Yep. I I also think they're going to be number two. This is where it's going to get interesting. RR seems like they're in form. So basically, the top three I don't think are. are are shuffling, but I'm going to go with my heart and say that LSG pulls that fourth spot. I think it's going to be Mumbai three. And I think LSG with their, their change in captaincy, they're going to struggle at the end and somebody else is going to sneak in. I want to say it's Rajasthan, but I just have a feeling they're going to choke at the end. (laughs) So I might pick Rajasthan though, still, because who else might I pick? Like I don't have much confidence in RCB. Um, Kolkata's no. Punjab hasn't looked great lately. They've lost three of their last four. All I know is that I need CSK to make it because I've been talking about how CSK just feels like they're on a storied year. So yeah, if they don't even make the playoffs, that's going to be pretty tough. <laughs> that will be a bummer. Yeah, it'd be interesting if, if Lucknow and Gujarat, Super Kings, and Mumbai made it. Because then it'd be like the two old guard best teams year after year versus the two new guys. Yep. 
see how it how it how it shakes out. That'd be fun. All right. Yeah, just I've been thinking about that. I, I'm really excited about the playoffs this year. Let's wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right. Um, I'll be I'll uh be back on Sunday, but man, I'm probably gonna miss all the matches this week. So yeah. you're gonna have to get me caught up. I think you're gonna do just fine. You'll find you'll find a cell phone signal. Yeah. Just hike up a mountain at two thirty in the morning. Stack all your signal. Stack your whole family up on your shoulders, lift them up, <laughs> get above the canyon. It's gonna work out great. All right. Well, have a good weekend, everybody. Good luck. We'll see you next time. See you later.